0: Get Fit Guy to learn more. Welcome to the Get Fit Guy's quick and dirty tips to get moving and shape up. My name is Brock Armstrong, and I'm the Get Fit Guy. It's easy to get all fired up about a challenging new fitness program, but when that enthusiasm dries up, well, then what? Small wins formed by consistent habits are the key to getting and staying fit. Let's start with this. When you exercise, over time it creates a whole bunch of biological reactions that allow your body to become stronger, faster, mobile, coordinated, and efficient. Different exercise types and factors create different adaptations, and individuals react differently depending on their genetics, their history, their current fitness, and their interests. Even in one individual, endurance training will produce different changes than resistance training, and that is why I think it is important to dip your toes into as many fitness realms as possible. By keeping your fitness program varied, you can gain these and a whole lot more benefits. Things like stronger ligaments and tendons, increased VO2 max, or your ability to use oxygen, increased lactate threshold, or how hard you can exercise, increased blood delivery systems or capillaries in your muscles, increased cardiac muscle, or a stronger heart, increased force production, or how much you can lift or how high you can jump, improved balance and coordination, increased speed, improved ability to continue exercising for longer periods, and of course the list goes on. Now, each one of these wonderful fitness changes is helpful and necessary in different scenarios of our lives. So when your body is becoming efficient or strong, powerful or fast, your performance, not only in sport, but in life, is enhanced. But the long-term benefits of these improved abilities are only seen or become meaningful if we're able to be consistent in our training. Consistency is both the key and the most overlooked component of fitness. Now, put plainly, you don't get and stay fit because of some 21-day program you did three months ago. It's what you've done consistently in the three months since that, that defines where you are today. Now, in an article that I wrote for the Way Last Life blog a while ago called Getting Unstuck, I said this. Have you ever wondered what it is that keeps us stuck at a particular weight, or a particular level of fitness, or a particular amount of money in the bank? Well, I have, and I have to say that the answer is more surprising and simpler than I had imagined. It's our habits. This is how it goes. Our behaviors or actions are based on our thoughts, and our thoughts are based on our inputs. Our inputs revolve mainly around our habits, and those habits are perfectly curated to support our current results, our body weight, our fitness, our job, our relationships, and so on. You know, from the time that we are children, we humans are creatures of habit. The more we do something, the more automatic it becomes. This is how we learn new things and then get better and better at them. Well, you know what? The same is true for our fitness. We don't get more fit from the occasional killer workout. We get and stay fit from all the consistent movement we do on a regular basis, some of the time without even knowing it. Our current movement habits are the perfect blueprint to achieve our current life. And this means if we have a vision for our future selves, we need to develop the habits to support that vision. Now, okay, before you get all excited and start purchasing some killer online workouts or looking up your local CrossFit box, let's be a little saner for a moment and think about what is most likely to become a consistent habit. Is it running an ultra marathon several times a year for the rest of your life, or is it setting a manageable amount of your day aside for your movement practice and then adopting an otherwise active lifestyle? Can you actually see yourself crushing a 90-minute boot camp several times a week for the rest of your life? And you know what, if you can't, well, then what? What happens to your fitness? That then what question is one that we often forget to ask ourselves. If we're trying to develop good habits that will last us the rest of our lives, we have to consider what will happen if we lose interest, we get injured, or the local gym closes down due to a pandemic. Well, then what? This then what topic is one that Monica Reinagel, the nutrition diva, and I tackled recently on our co hosted podcast called Change Academy. In that episode, that I'll link to in the show notes over at getfitguy.quickanddirtytips.com, we identified this style of thought as a great framework to evaluate what to spend your time focusing on. Am I willing to do this forever? And if I don't do it forever, what will happen when I quit? Now, The answer to that question usually is to start the exhausting process of looking for a new diet, a new fitness program, or a new guru to follow again and again. Now, you may be thinking, sure, okay, this sounds great, Brock, but how can I possibly get fit with only short little workouts? Don't I have to change my clothes, go to a second location, have someone shouting at me from the front of the class, and feel absolutely demolished in order to get any benefit from a workout? Well, let's see what sports science has to say. In a study published in BMC Women's Health, the authors concluded... Both single prolonged and multiple short exercise sessions with equal energy deficits for both models had positive influences on the risk for metabolic syndrome and the atherogenic index in middle-aged obese women. So although the outcomes were the same, the single session group engaged in one session of treadmill exercise for 30 minutes a day, and the multiple session group had three sessions of 10 minutes a day. Now, be honest with yourself for a second. Which of those styles of exercise do you see becoming more of a habit? Right off the bat, most of us have commutes that could include 10 minutes on either end of some sort of locomotive movement. That's two sessions right there. So then you just have to find one 10-minute chunk of the day to move more, and you're all set. We call those movement snacks or movement breaks in my world. Now, in another study called Effects of Long vs. Short Bouts of Exercise on Fitness and Weight Loss in Overweight Females, the authors concluded... These results support the hypothesis that exercise accumulated in several short bouts has similar effects as one continuous bout with regard to aerobic fitness and weight loss during caloric restriction in overweight young women. So for the 12-week duration of this study, the women were assigned to one of four treatment groups. Number one, non-exercising. They were the control group. Number two, they did 30 minutes of continuous exercise. Group three did two 15-minutes accumulated exercise, and group four did three 10-minute accumulated exercise. So once again, I can't help but think that in terms of long-term sustainable habits, finding 10 minutes three times per day, or even just 15 minutes twice a day, to do an activity that you enjoy, or better yet, even um, helps you accomplish a task can achieve the same results as trying to make it to the gym, the studio, or even an online class. Now, the same can be shown for strength and resistance training as well. In a study published in the Journal of Human Kinetics, the authors demonstrated that multiple bouts of resistance exercise resulted in similar improvements in maximal strength and anaerobic performance compared to a single bout of resistance exercise. Now, in this study, the single bout group did three sets of lateral raise, lateral pull-down, shoulder press, bicep curls, tricep extensions, pectoral fly, back extension, and abdominal crunch exercises at 5 p.m. The triple bout group did only one set of all of those same exercises, but they did it at 8 a.m., 5 p.m., and 9 p.m. Now, admittedly, unless you have weights or machines in your home. This doesn't seem like an easy approach to strength training, but hopefully you get my point. Even muscular strength can be increased in smaller but consistent workouts. And in one final study published in the Journal of Obesity, researchers asked the most successful participants how automatic their daily exercise was. Now, whether the exercisers were heading to the gym or working out at home, did they do the workout without really thinking about it? And it turned out that the automatic exercise was most associated with the participants who were consistent exercisers. So, once again, we're back to habit. So, okay, next time you're looking for a new workout, a new exercise program, or some fitness guru to follow, make sure you ask yourself this important question. Am I likely to do this so consistently that it becomes a habit, or will it take all my energy, all my willpower, and all my motivation simply to do it for a week or a month or maybe a year? And then what? Your future self will be happy that you asked that question. Okay, that's it for this week, folks, but make sure you tune in next week because I'm going to be talking about the relationship between exercise and our vision and whether we can actually exercise our eyeballs. It's going to be a fun one, so tune in next week for that. Now, Get Fit Guy is written, narrated, and produced by me, Brock Armstrong, with editorial support from Karen Hertzberg. And I'd also like to thank the rest of the team at Quick and Dirty Tips, including Morgan Ratner, Michelle Margulis, Emily Miller, and Kathy Doyle. Now, what are you waiting for? Get out there and have some movement snacks.